episode 233 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom as always is my pal DeQuincy. Hey everybody, we're back. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Um, good weekend. Astros uh, are 2-2 two and two against the Yankees this weekend, which is better than nothing, I guess, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Man, no one for Right. That's good. And, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's about it. How about you? Uh, I'm doing better than Tim Anderson. I can take it that much. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> if you don't know, there's a little brouhaha between the Cleveland Guardians and the Chicago White Sox on Saturday. Saturday was just fight night. You had SummerSlam. <laughs> you had, uh, what was it, boxing UFC that night? It was boxing. It was boxing, right? Because there, there was, was a, one. There was a, there was a UFC card in, t- in Nashville, mm-hmm. and in Dallas was the uh, Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight, boxing mm-hmm. fight. And then you had the boxing match during the baseball game. So I think it was just fight night from beginning to end. Yeah. So um, who was it? Ramirez. He slid into uh, second a little hard. Tim Anderson didn't. Uh, didn't take that nicely. They started jawjacking. The umpire st- tried to stop him. Tim dropped the glove. The umpire stepped back and said, let's get it on. And it was on a five. <clears throat> you know, when Tim Anderson squared up that way, I was like, okay, this guy knows how to fight. That's and then he said, oh, man, this guy don't know how to fight. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll, I'll defend Tim on this one right here. The, the hit that slipped him, it was a lucky punch because Ramirez was not even looking when he just he was just throwing <laughs> wildly. He just happened to connect with that boy's jaw and put him out. Hey, that's how the greats do it, my friend. <laughs> yeah, so it better be lucky than good, I suppose. The no-look shot. <laughs> yeah. That was – and you know what? Lucky or not, the greatest punch I've ever seen landed in a, in a baseball game. I mean, yeah. that was a straight-up knockout punch. Because he Anderson went down, his teammates had to basically carry him like a baby back into the dugout. He's, he's not playing today. Of course not. That yeah, man, that was unbelievable. I, I've I've never seen a, a punch land like that in a baseball game, and it was spectacular. Yeah, took him all the way up, and apparently, like the other teams are watching it. There was a reporter that was at the Astro-Yankees game, and he was like, I've been to both dugouts, and the number of times I've heard down goes Anderson is hovering around 12 times. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have some fun with it while you can. Yeah. Sure. Tim might as well come out and retire. This is going to follow him. <laughs> this is going to follow him for the rest of his career. Is he, isn't he in a contract year <laughs> or something? Uh, I, I think he has an option for next year, I believe. He better opt in. Mm-hmm. And there was also AW collision last night. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last night was 
it was the one thing I was worried about when I heard that AEW was going to do a show on Saturday. I was like, so if you're doing a, a primetime wrestling show on Saturday and the WWE does a premium live event on the Saturday, like what traction are you going to get anywhere? And let me tell you on threads, on Twitter, I call it Twitter because it's still Twitter. Um, all I saw was people talking about SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. You watched it. I watched it. When I say you watched it, I should I should have uh, made that a question. You watched it, right? Because sometimes <laughs> you be sometimes you be missing stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, real quick, what did you think of the show? Man, great show, fun show. Uh, I'm trying not to be negative, but you know, mm-hmm. I always find I always find things to kind of nitpick at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have things to nitpick about the show too, even though I did like it. So go ahead. I mean, for me, for me, my my only thing, and it's not even a, it's not even so much a complaint. It's more of a uh, uh, more of a, a warning, I guess. It's like at this point, you pretty much know who's going to win the main event every every time Roman Reigns is involved. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing at this point. I mean, we've been doing it for three years now, um, a little, almost three years. You know, the the pin, the fact that he got pinned at the last show in a tag match was huge. Like that was incredible, um, and that kind of uh, it slowed. I guess maybe my it, it slowed down the the kind of lingering thoughts that I kind of had and, and then it, they just kind of picked back up last night it's like you know it's not that I was bored with the match because <clears throat> they still find a way that's the good I mean that's the thing about the bloodline storyline is that they find a way to make it interesting in in place of its predictability mm-hmm. you know like you pretty much know Roman's going to come out on top and that's fine like he should like I don't I don't I didn't see Jay beating him you know I don't I don't know if that's the guy to dethrone him. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, but they still made it interesting. They, the, the ending was still crazy and, you know, it, it adds another layer, which is good. Um, but I'm, I'm just, I'm at that point now where I'm like, okay, you know, I don't need to pay attention to the match so much because I pretty much know what's going to happen in the last five minutes and maybe kind of let's get there, especially on a long night where it's, the show's going into a fourth hour. It's like, yeah. How about we wrap it up? Like, <laughs> he's gonna win. <laughs> let's just let's just get to it. Yeah, this show. The last two matches never really clicked for me. Mm-hmm. The women's triple threat. It feels like those three women, like they're all extremely talented. It felt like they never found that fifth gear. Sure, and I can. I can see that. And the crowd definitely didn't help. I'm not sure if they were just exhausted from the Rollins Balor match or or what, but it feels like the crowd was completely silent until like the last, I would say, 10, 15 minutes of the well, 10 minutes of the match, like halfway through. That's when they decided to show up. Um, that match, it was fine. It 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 didn't excite me as much as I expect the match involving those three women. And then, like I said, the Roman Reigns, Jay Uso match, it was, 
it was so slow it never like i know roman's whole thing is like he's a slow methodical guy it takes his time but usually mm-hmm. whenever he's fighting someone he's fighting someone that can pick up the pace on him and make him work fast and i i never had that that didn't happen last night it was like the entire thing all 36 minutes just a slow plodding place pace right and it was like okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna you know, scroll the timeline and see what other people think. And if something exciting happens, I look and miss it. I'll see a replay right after. It, it wasn't as enjoyable as his other matches have been. I agree. And, and you know, again, no, no knock on Jey Uso, who you know is a great performer mm-hmm. um, and has had a you know he, he had a short run as a, as a singles guy while Jimmy was hurt a couple of years ago. Um, but but the bottom line is like. When, when you mention having someone to kind of pick up the pace for Roman, who is a slow kind of methodical, you know, worker, Jay, yeah, I mean, Jay's not that guy because, I mean, his whole career, 99.7% of his career, he's been a, a tag team. And you rely on your partner to pick up the pace, to get, you know, to get that, you know, pick up that energy, the hot tag, mm-hmm. you know, the the uh, you know the the uh, the close calls you know breaking up pins and stuff like that like you feed off your partner for that and you you rely on your partner for that for that energy to kind of get the crowd going and to pick up the pace of the match yeah and you know you know that's not his game right now like you he, you know in a in a singles match you have only yourself to rely on and you know I'm, again I'm not trying to throw any shade on Jay because he's a, he's a still a great performer. Um, you know, it's just, it's a different, it's just not the Jay that we're used to when he's on his own. Mm-hmm. I got sucks Cause they were the start of the uh, PLE. They were on fire. Logan Paul, Ricochet. I love that match. Yep. Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar. Love that match. Yeah. I was saying uh, in the first two matches, uh, WWE went from flippy shit to unadulterated violence, which right. get right when the feels. Then LA Knight went in the um, the Slim Jim Battle Royal. I was like, yes, they gave this moment. They didn't tease it. Uh, once again, all the white superstars have to gang up on the black guy to get him thrown out. When will <laughs> Triple H pay for his crimes? So yeah. Also, also, if uh, unless you're in Saudi Arabia, um, mm-hmm. if you are over six foot eight, you're mm-hmm. never gonna win a battle royal. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, giants just don't like they don't win battle royals. <laughs> Big Show has won one at Mania, the Andre Battle Royal, and didn't Braun win the? Did he win one in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. But other than that, hey, Big Show won that one against The Rock at, at Royal Rumble. I don't care what it was. <laughs> All right, right. Big that's Show, true. That was Big Show. The Rock. Yeah, correct. Yeah. The Rock came <laughs> first. All right. Um, so yeah. you're right. If you're a big man, like in the Royal Rumble, you might just roll out and wait till the last like four or five competitors and come back in. Otherwise, <laughs> like eight people are going to gang up and toss your ass over. But I really like the Battle Royal because not only. Is it like an opportunity for them to crown someone? Like this is the guy you watch on LA night. It's also all the little rivalries that you see during the match, like AJ Styles and Karrion Cross, and then Nakamura and uh, what's his name, Champa. Mm-hmm. 
Like you, like everyone gets their sh- their shit in. It's like okay, now we know what we can build going forward. And that one part where they had a uh, the Miz standing with um, what's his name, uh, Grayson Waller. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the past meets the future right there. Like, Absolutely. Here's the original, and here's 2.0. And it was a it was a great moment. It was a fun moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, was, I, I enjoy it. Then the Shayna Ronda Massey. Look, I want to commend WWE on trying something new, but I didn't come to a a wrestling event to watch MMA. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a tough a tough watch, even for me. Loves both wrestling and MMA. Yeah, what well, they sh- it should have been like a two minute match. As soon as uh, Ronda, I'm sorry, as soon as Shane Shayna catches Ronda in the head with that kick, mm-hmm. it should have been over. Yeah, um, or you know, if you're gonna do MMA rules, then have rounds. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah, I I just think that. It just went on too long. It should have been like MMA. We've seen a bunch of MMA matches where it's like the bell rings and 15 seconds later, someone's on the ground. It should have been one of those. Yeah. Uh, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. More violence. Loved it. Yeah. And Rollins defeated Finn Balor. He keeps the World Heavyweight Championship. Where do you see the judgment day going oh man um because i was like okay going into the match i was like okay if if finn doesn't win here then this is over i need seth to move on someone else right man that's a tough call because i don't really know who is you know who's a good matchup for Seth right now, like very, like immediately after all this. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't necessarily want to see the judgment day implode yet. Mm-hmm. I still think, um, I still think you need that group. That group needs it. They still need each other at this point. Um, I wouldn't like the idea of Dominic Mysterio being on his own and being this hated. I think I think he would be by himself. He he'd still have Rio with him. Well, I mean, ultimately, I mean, obviously, well, eventually, she's gonna have to go and do her own thing because she's not getting booed ever, you know. And um, and I don't think Dominic is ready for his for to be on his own to be hated like that on his own. You know, I think you have a group like that to kind of, you know, uh, behind the scenes, kind of protect him and shield him and kind of guide him along the way. Like, you're doing great, man. Like, keep it up. Like, this is incredible, the response you're getting, you know. But if you're on your own, you know, there's really there's really no one there to kind of kind of give that encouragement that, you know, um, that regular encouragement also and no one, um, no one there to protect him as well yeah exactly 
And so, you know, then, you know, you don't, and he, and if he's not ready to be a singles guy to beat guys on his own, mm-hmm. whether through, you know, nefarious means or clean, those are the only means he has. They're all nefarious. <laughs> um, he's got bad vibes. Yeah. Then, you know, uh, he's just going to be the guy that loses every time. Mm-hmm. And the fans will just grow tired. They'll eventually grow tired of that. No matter how much like he tries to be hateable. And then, and then it forces him to try to be hateable. He doesn't have to try. They just don't like him. Mm-hmm. It, it's the perfect moment for him. Um, so I think it's too early to break the group up because they all work well together. Yeah, I just I'll be tuning in on Monday to see what happens this week. I want to see what Rollins, who Rollins' new challenger is going to be, and what's going on between Baylor and um, Damian P. Damian Priest. What say what you want. The entire match, Damian was trying to help him. At he was. Point, was there any, he had no nefarious intent, no bad vibes. All yes. good vibes from Damian Priest. Probably the only priest in America you can say that about. Anyway. Oh, I, I don't know because Finn can say, oh, you cost me the match. And Dame's like, I didn't cost you anything. You were too damn slow to get the briefcase and you got to stomp the hill mm-hmm. for it. But uh, like you, I don't think the Judgment Day should break up. I thought that would have been a perfect time for Finn to win the championship and, you know, just have that briefcase over his head like the sword of Damocles like mm. this is coming for you, you don't know when I thought I've been I, I that's the play I would have booked but you know we'll see where it goes from here and uh real yeah. quick before we move on for SummerSlam EO mm-hmm. Sky is your new WWE Women's Champion um great for her even though that hurt me physically seeing my baby Bianca Belair and pain getting pinned man that was that was a if that was a work, Bianca is maybe the best actor on the roster because she's off camera shrieking like I've never heard on on a wrestling match mm-hmm. when her knee hit that that step. I mean that was impressive if it, if that was a work, but and it looked very legitimate. Yeah, and then as soon as she wins, like you could. You can feel it. you hear you hear EO's uh, music hits like, well, this tile is about to find a new home. Yeah, yeah, and it was a great moment. I mean, that was a great moment too. Oh. Speaking of Japanese wrestlers, <coughs> excuse me. Did you hear the news about yes. uh, that? Kari Zane uh, resigned with WWE. She's supposed to be mm-hmm. back like soon. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you know, she, she only adds depth to an already pretty strong roster. I mean, mm-hmm. you had, there are easily six women that were in that match alone that could be in the mix for the title. Yes. Yeah. Or, uh, no, five. Five. Yeah. Or uh, Rhea, she got no one to play with. 
Yeah. I mean, are they keeping her and Raquel away from each other until a moment like Mania or the Rumble? I don't know. I heard like something like Ra- Raquel had got injured mm-hmm. like, or something like that. I don't know. If they really wanted someone strong and being and bad to come fire Rhea, where the hell is Piper Niven? Yeah. There's someone that could, you know, could be a meaningful challenger for like a couple of months. Mm-hmm. But I think, well, you know, part of it, I think, is they're using, they're using, you know, Liv as like the, the bullied character. Mm-hmm. Kind of help Rhea be the bad guy, you know, the bad, you know, the heel. Because everything they're doing isn't working, man. Like, like they can't get her booed to save her life unless she's only standing next to Dominic. Yeah. Just gonna have to go with that. She's just gonna have to be the cool bad person. Yeah. All right. Overall, uh, what grade would you give SummerSlam twenty twenty three? I would give man. I would give it a uh, a B. Give it a B. Yeah, that's why I am B B plus. Mm-hmm. Like it was a good event. Um, there was just some things that didn't click, but overall, I enjoyed it. Enjoyable show. You're right. Um, parts that didn't click. Predictable outcome for the main event, mm-hmm. at least. Um, and. Uh, I guess not enough surprises because the EO Sky thing was, I mean, it was a good cap to that match. It was a good moment. It was a good way to cap off that, that match, which kind of dragged and wasn't as, that was a little, you know, uninspired considering, despite the fact that they all wrestled the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the, the crowd, I mean, it was, it was the perfect way to, to kind of get the crowd back. And even, um, uh, but, but, and, and I, I think I, I look at this night, I look at a night like SummerSlam, I look at some of the winners, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like a lot of people are kind of stagnating a little bit because it's like, where do you go with Seth, right? Where do you go with the Judgment Day? What does Gunther do next? Um, what's next for Roman? You know that it'll be interesting, but still, it's like—is there anybody else for him to fight at this point? And then I look at some of the other winners, and it's like, let's let, let let's shake it up a little bit. Like, LA Knight was a great moment. There's a great moment that the fans got behind and loved. Let's let's freshen some of these matchups. Maybe send them to, to smack to Raw and go after the title against Seth. Um EO Sky is, you know, is the new champion. And it and it's like EO Sky is the champion and her name isn't Flair, Bel Air, or Asuka, you know, or Becky Lynch. Like it's a fresh, there's some fresh blood holding the title, which is never a bad thing, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. So let's, you know, let's give her a marquee matchup. Uh, you know, let's give her some plenty of spotlight to kind of build some momentum, momentum off her, her title reign. Um, you know, I, I look, I, I think like, let's use some of these people that, you know, that probably wouldn't, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, that last SummerSlam weren't being used or utilized. And let's, let's see what they got going forward. And this is the time to do it. This is like, we're a long ways away from WrestleMania, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a long ways away, even from the Royal Rumble. So there's plenty of time to, to try different things, to see, you know, how far you can get with some of these, these other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you you when you you go off on your little speeches, I'd be like, "Well, what's next? (laughs) What is? is I've been I've been trying to set up the um the wrestlers tiers. I'm like, oh, go ahead, cook. I'll let you cook while I work on this. Okay. All right. I'm all set. I got my I set my piece. All right. So uh, let me share my screen so you can see. So you too can see the tier. So we're tiering wrestlers. Thank you to the great tier maker website. Um, I just picked the most popular one. There are over 300 wrestlers on this list. Thank God they all have names under them or else this would be hell. Um, we are definitely not doing all 300. No way. No way. So our tiers that we have, we have S, the best of the best, and below that A, B, C, D, hell, hell plus. And then under that, we have the CEO of hell, which I've already put Mr. Man in. Where are you, Mr. McMahon? There you are. So what what are, what are we what are we basing these uh what constitutes the CEO of hell? <laughs> For Vince, oh I don't know. Because he's a perverted man. He has all kinds of allegations. Mm-hmm. Um and that's just behind the scenes. In front of the camera, Vince Man was a terrible person. Remember the whole Ministry of Darkness where he was like going to sacrifice his own daughter? Yeah, that was that was pretty rough. <clears throat> yeah, there's there's not much good about this one, man. I keep trying to move him, but there's so many restless. <laughs> I have to keep scrolling up, and now I lost him again. Right um, next to Adam Cole. Oh, okay. There you go. See you over hell. Man. There you go. So can I um, issue a ruling? Yes. You can't make it to S if you've never been the champion. Fair. Like you got to be the champion, the head of the entire company in order to get into S rank. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, you have the your own uh, copy of the the list in front. Of you correct? So you can scroll up and down, see where you want to go. Can I put it in the messages in the Zoom? Okay. 
And also, okay, this is only male wrestlers. Right. Otherwise, if yeah, another a hundred people in here, we never get done. Yeah. Okay. And also, also, these are all wrestlers who wrestled or are currently wrestling in WWE. So mm-hmm. there's not gonna be anybody like the elite or MJF or anything like that. These WWE only because uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't watch AW New Japan. I really don't watch this stuff. So I wouldn't be the best ju- judgment on other people's abilities. Of course, of course. All right. All right. So where you want to start? You want to start SA? Give me a name. I feel like there are some names on here that we cannot, that we won't disagree on at all. I think if you're gonna if we're doing CEO of hell, mm-hmm. I think you gotta put I think you have to put Benoit next to Vince. Oh uh, yeah, I can't disagree. Let me find him. The good thing is everything's alphabetical order, but sometimes I can't read. Mm-hmm. Is he even on here? Oh yeah. He is on oh the, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it in hell plus because CEO of hell belongs is by itself. I mean, <laughs> we we don't know if this man hasn't killed anybody. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. But we do know that Benoit has three somebody's. Vince could have done in twelve somebody's. We don't know. We. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I might make another one for um Wolverine of Hell and put and put the uh Chris Benoit in that tier. All right, Chris Benoit. Yeah, I agree with you. He's 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 in hell in our minds, in our hearts, in mm-hmm. his tier and in real life. Right. Um let's see. Let's scroll down here and get some of these obvious ones out the way, you know. So both agree. Steve Austin, S tier. Yes. This is gonna be super difficult because there's so many names. So when I scroll someone up, I have to like stop so I can keep scrolling with the computer. And unfortunately, sometimes I lose a little little um, name thing in the process. Stone Cold okay. Steve Austin, Texas Rattlesnake, one of the best to ever do it. Hmm. Yeah, let's get some of the obvious ones with uh, yeah. Steve Austin, The Rock. Let me go find The Rock. So, question: You ever you think The Rock's ever coming back to wrestling? Um, not for a match. No, I think you know. I think that ship has sailed for him. No matter how you know, massive he is physically. Hmm. Um, I think it's just, it's a different, it's a different, you know, preparation and mindset you have to be in mm-hmm. to do it. And he got hurt right at the beginning of like his mega stardom. Like he was already, a he was a huge star when he came back for that, those mania programs. And he was on the precipice of, you know, just enormous stardom. And he got lucky that he got 
hurt and it was just an ad, you know, a, an adductor tear, not like a blown out knee or broken leg or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I think he's got too much of him. I, I think he has too much involved for himself to, to take that chance at what, 50 years old now, almost. I think he's over 50 now. Yeah. Something. So yeah, no, I, I wouldn't bet on him coming back for a match. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and has something to do with the bloodline, but I think those wrestling days are over. Yeah. I, I remember when he came back for, um, what was it? I think it was twice in a lifetime when he was with uh, <laughs> him versus Cena, like that yep. second match. He, then he blew out his quad or his son, like basically after the match, he had to like have damn near emergency surgery. And mm-hmm. like, that's something that you can't do when you have like a $180 million movie dependent on you right can't be like oh you're hurt you gotta take six to 12 weeks off well mm-hmm. that's not something we can do over here <laughs> right. when you take that time off that means the movie is losing money so I- i'm with you i think those days are over yeah uh while we were discussing the rock i put another s up here sean michaels yeah oh, okay i thought <laughs> you leaned back in your chair i thought you were raising you were about to fight me on that <laughs> Shawn Michaels, um, The Undertaker. Uh, well, well, quick. Shawn Michaels, S athlete, S finishing move, S um, entry song. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I got the looks to, to, that drive the girls. Yeah, all here. All sla- slappers. <laughs> Probably my favorite entrance song of all time. It goes crazy. You guys said the Undertaker S? Yeah. But again, for, for Sean, like S level, you know, moments in pro wrestling, mm-hmm. matches, everything. I mean, yeah, there, there's nothing that, there's nothing that he didn't get to do in his career, I feel like. Yeah. And the match he had with uh triple h coming back after being gone for four years mm-hmm. and we were all like okay i guess it's just gonna how long can sean last in a match and then afterwards like oh i guess that's just his one and done no he can't, he can't wrestling won the uh world heavyweight championship in horrendous brown pants uh <laughs> with uh, during a uh, what was it elimination chamber mm-hmm. yeah so it's amazing how how crazy talented that guy is. Um, going through, I got a name. We're gonna, let's discuss okay. Batista for S list. No, no, I'm just throwing names out here. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Batista, I would put in the A category. Um, fire entrance mm-hmm. great workout song yes they get you pumped in a hot second um, left WWE and became a bigger star yes <laughs> like very few wrestlers you can say that about and a multiple time champion and like just entertaining when he was out there he came a long way from his Deacon Batista role to become like 
heavyweight WWE champ and all that. Yes, yes, yes. It all checks off. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? I haven't, but here it's on uh, it's streaming now. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, let's go watch it. Like, he's great in that. He's great in all the Guardians movies. And a nice little send-off for him. Excellent. All right, back down to the list. You're not name you see, my friend. Uh, Cena, he's got to go on the S list, right? Oh, let me find Mr. John Cena. Yes, he he's one of those around Mount Rushmore guys when you talk about the biggest names in all of mm-hmm. WWE history. I feel like he he carried the um the PG ruthless aggression era. Mm-hmm. I'll put another S up there. And you may think it's a little too soon, but I'm putting them up there. Okay. Roman Reigns. Man, it is uh, hard to argue. You know, he's top five. Uh, it's the top five, you know, title reign, you know, or reign held. And uh, he is. He's not one of those Mount Rushmore guys. When you think about this era that we're in a wrestling, this golden era, his name is at the top of the list for WWE. He's reinvented himself and um, multiple time world champion. Everything. Mm. No, it's, it's hard to argue. I would also put Brock Lesnar in that category. Oh, yes. What do they call him? The greatest combat sports or sports? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. I'm like, where do y'all just come up with? (laughs) Everybody's got to have a nickname. No one can just be there now. Mm -hmm. I want to say, since we're talking about um, Roman Reigns, let's talk about Shield Brother. Where would you put Dean Ambrose slash um, John Moxley? Man, um, I would put him in the B category. Ooh, yeah. Entertaining as hell. Um, but I mean, really, it wasn't didn't really move the needle. Until he went to AEW, I feel like. And it's like like, once you got him, once they got him, and it's like, okay, now we're getting a little we're getting getting a little serious over here. Yeah. He's a former world champion in WWE, world champion AEW. The biggest issue that I have about Dean Ambrose is that his style, his the way he wants to wrestle, he likes doing these deathmatch things. Yeah. And it's like that shit does nothing for me. No, not at all. It's like, I, I respect your game and I respect your talent, but <laughs> if I see you out here, you know, trying to have like forks and screwdrivers put through your, your face, I'm like, no, thank <laughs> right. you. I'm not here for a horror movie. I'm here for wrestling. <laughs> exactly. Right. So to, with that, I mean, where would you put Seth Rollins? 
man, Seth, I would put him A. I would do. I would put him at A as well. I gotta say, out of all of the Shield guys, I mean, he came out and as the most entertaining. Is him betraying the Shield, joining up with the Authority, um, win the championship, uh, face heel. He's been he's extremely entertaining as both. Mm-hmm. He's always got that shit on. He's always got it on every day. Yeah. Uh, and he's just been putting on banger after banger for how long has it been? 10, 12 years now? 12, yeah, since they since they made their debut. Yeah. He may not be S tier, but he's knocking on the door. He's mm-hmm. this. Oh, I see. There's another guy I got put up here on the S here. Bret Hart. Of course. The excellence of execution. Best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He probably will still be out there who wasn't for Goldberg. <laughs> oh, boy, you're not kidding. <laughs> when they say spite is the thing that fuels me, they were talking about Bret Hart towards Goldberg. He's hated that man since then. He will hate that man forever. If Goldberg dies, Bret Hart will be there to check his casket to make sure it's actually him. Just right, right. <laughs> real life smoke forever. <laughs> so I'm looking at the screen as you have it right now. Yeah. Where does the big show go? So, Big Show was one ch- world championship before. Mm-hmm. Big Show's original gimmick was pretending to be Andre the Giant's son mm-hmm. to the point to where people still come up to him and say, I'm sorry about your dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the problem with the Big Show and the problem with a bunch of big guys we're going to find later on is like, their size kind of makes them unbelievable. And I mean that mm-hmm. because you have someone that big, like how could they ever lose? But Big Show loses a lot. Yeah. And also the whole thing where he was in like the mid to late 2000s where it's like, oh, I'm a good guy. Three weeks later, I'm a heel. Six weeks later, I'm a good guy again. Three <laughs> weeks later, I'm a heel. Like... <laughs> I think I have him B. Okay. What say you? I would. I might consider him A, but I don't. I'm listening. I I, I can't find any arguments against B either. I think the things that hurt him, because when I think of I, when I think of every wrestler, what I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of like important storylines they were in, championships right. they won, because you're the champion. That means the company trusts you, they believe you, you can bring in money. Um, things like intricate music, like I like if I got the if, if I get the feeling I, like that electricity hits, I get to jump out of my seat when I hear your music. That counts. Your finisher move also counts. Like mm-hmm. everyone we're talking about, they have, you know, you get up to the S, you have an uh, iconic finisher move. Like, all, look at all those guys that we have out there in S right now. All of them iconic. 
So Big Show, like he has the championship. He only won, I think, what twice? Once or twice in WWE. I feel like it, yeah. And then he, I remember he had the ECW championship, but <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> his music, it's good. It's not the best good. Sure. Uh, no, I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> his finisher move, the choke slam at the beginning. Everyone uses that now, and better variations of it exist. And then his, um, what they call the WMD, his like knockout punch. It's it's fine. Sure. The problem is like, I feel like if he had been using that from the beginning, it would been like like you show how big his fist is compared to a normal person's skull. It's like, oh wow. But then like you're starting to use this move when you're 15 years, like 15 years in your career. It's like it's a little late now. It doesn't have the I'm sorry, use this. It doesn't have the punch that it should. Sure, sure. That's fair. So I got B, but I will listen to an argument for A. It's hard to argue with a with a B. Especially everything you've laid out, I think I think that's those are all perfectly valid points. What about Andre? Andre's got to be S because yeah. he's the the first, the first mm-hmm. giant. You think of when you think of WWE or WWF, you think of Hulk Hogan, body slamming Andre the Giant. Absolutely. The unbeatable streak, you know, until Hogan pinned him, and then all the other stuff. His <laughs> his ability to drink everybody underneath the table, <laughs> drink like I think it was like seven full wine bottles before falling asleep. Like mm-hmm. the dude was just one of one, right? On in the ring and outside. Yeah. Speaking of someone else that we didn't get to watch because he mm-hmm. was before our time. Mm-hmm. But they make have always made a big, you know, made the biggest deal about him. Bruno, the longest reigning champion ever. Oh, is he on this list? Yeah, third row. Third row. Underneath Biggie. This is very difficult when we start getting to the wrestler we did watch because I feel like. I think I have to put him S out of yeah. respect. I think you're right. I mean, if anything, just because he's recognized as the longest reigning champion of all time. Yeah. Something that as great as Roman is, he's still not going to break that. Yeah. And it's very difficult to watch wrestling from 30 years ago, let alone, mm. you know, 50, 60 years ago, because the game done changed. Right. Like a basic toe hole in Bruno San Martino's time was was revolutionary. It's mind blowing. Yeah. Now it's like if we don't see someone diving outside the ring through the ropes, it's a four, your match can only be get up to like a four star rating. <laughs> exactly. So the game done, the game done change, but when when all said and done, Bruno ran the roost during mm-hmm. his time. So yeah. I got to give him respect. I give him uh, his S. Looking, looking. 
Oh man, so oh, I, th- I got a name for you. Let's see if I can find him on this. There he is. Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Ooh, man. Yeah. I think you got to put him on on the A list because he was a world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, excellent theme music. Excellent theme music. Excellent, excellent entrance. Excellent entrance. Entrance. His his skill set. Um, the moment of beating Brock Lesnar for the title. Mm-hmm. Promo. The build up to that match. All of it. It's A level stuff. Yeah, I can't disagree with you. My only question was like, was he gonna be A or S? I think the thing that keeps him out of S is just long unfortunately longevity. Yeah, yeah. I got a name for you. Where's okay. Kurt Angle? Who? Kurt Angle. Oh, I was just thinking about him too. You beat me to it. Let's see. It's always interesting because all this is alphabetical order. So it's like, huh, does the Quincy know his ABCs? <laughs> we are finding out the answer is no. There you go. Kurt Angle. All right. What do you think? I got a rank. I got a ranking and I am willing to fight for it too. I have him in the S category. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And is he the biggest what if of all time? What if he, he had stayed? Maybe the bigger one would have been what if Austin hadn't uh, broke his neck? Because that that severely like limited his in-ring career. Right. Shortened his time. But if he hadn't left, if he hadn't gone over to TNA, TNT and I don't know. Because well, he did great stuff. I mean, he was he was the best there, without a doubt. Yeah, but being the best person in TNA is like being the best person in the AAA team. Sure, like, congratulations, but you're you're doing this in front of seven thousand people. I don't know. I think that that's definitely up there. Definitely a top five. What if? Because he yeah. he could play heel, he could play face, he could do serious shit, he could do the comedy shit, and he gets in the ring, he wrestles his ass off, and he give you a classic no matter who he's going against. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was ready to fight for S. <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm good. if you just said Craig or A, I'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, so you don't have to scroll too far. Oh, I, I real quick. I got a name. I want to throw a name up there because I've seen this match come up the last couple of weeks because of SummerSlam, and it's one of the best opening matches to a SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Um, I think he's got to at least be in the A category mm-hmm. as well. There's an argument that could be made for S. I mean, for the mask. Luchador style, I mean. The fact yeah. that he's doing the same shit that he was doing 20 years ago and he's still doing it like at a high level. Yeah. Uh, it, it, 
from WCW to the beginning when he came in WWE to all, to now, like, yeah, almost thirty years. Yeah. Another guy, fire entrance, fire music, being shot out from the bottom <laughs> right. of the floor when it works. Um, Six one nine is an iconic finisher. Mm-hmm. And we talk about iconic finishers. It, it gets you pushed up. I, I think I got, I think I feel it in my bones. I think I got Ray S. I won't uh, argue. I, I wouldn't argue with that because, and to be as, you know, um, renowned considering how his size, mm-hmm. um, really popularizing luchador style in, in the United States at least. And just being the guy, but it's, you think of luchador wrestling and WWE, you think of Rey Mysterio. You think yeah. of that mass. If, if only Eddie had survived, maybe he could have took Dom under his wing and he's a better child. Yeah. Did you see the interview that he had? Uh, he was like doing Q&A with fans on, uh, I think it was Instagram, and they clipped it. And they were like, what would your dad think of what you're doing right now? And he was like, I'm sad to say that I'll never know because my dad is dead. R.I.P. Eddie. <laughs> I'm like, he knows k He is the best oh, <laughs> at being God. the worst. Is Dominic on this? Because he, <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he might be up there. All right. Uh, you had a name before I interrupt you with Ray Mysterio? Chris Jericho. Ooh. Fire entrance. Mm-hmm. Great finisher. Mm-hmm. The walls of Jericho. And not the one where we see where it looks like the Boston Crab, but the one where he's got his knee on the back of the dude's neck. The lion tamer. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, I love that. Um, and he's done it for so long for so many different organizations. WWE, he was in WCW, got New Japan, now AEW. I got to give the dude an S. That's fair. Totally fair. I'm, 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 I'm like, I think like he's a, like, if this was baseball, and you're voting like he'd be a first ballot, no doubt, Hall of Famer. Yes. And Absolutely. The way he has reinvented himself time after time, over and over again. Like you just, you have to give him props and respect for that. It doesn't run out. It doesn't run out. Of like it. he's always evolving himself. <laughs> and uh, one thing. I really appreciate when um like AEW was getting off the ground, they were doing promotions on TNT and people were like, Why does baby why does Chris Jericho look like someone's baby mama? Because <laughs> he had the gun. And you know what he did? He dedicated himself, got back into his gym, lost the weight and got in shape. So yep. salute to you, Chris Jericho. Le champion. You deserve it. What about mm-hmm. and so here, here's a question I have because yep. we talk about primarily WWE stuff, mm-hmm. but do we, do we consider their 
do we consider do we make exceptions for some people outside of WWE where they really cut their teeth and really made their mark? So I'm talking the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, who. So my thing is the the tier list that we have it shows guys that only wrestle for WWE, WWF, or WWWF, right? But for me, I'm I'm considering everything. That's why when I was talking about Chris Jericho, I consider everything he did like WWE, ECW, and including AEW, New Japan. So I think Dusty and Rick have to go in the S category, even though they you know because of the you know their contribution to the sport you know, is just immeasurable at this point. We literally have a finishing segment called the Dusty Finish. Right. Uh, <laughs> so you said Dusty and uh, Ric Flair, correct? Yep. All right, let me find good old, yeah. Ric Flair may owe everybody money, including the two of us, but damn it. He's <laughs> in the S. He's the S tier of borrowing. Can we say that? Yeah. And I have to ask because you stopped on him right for a brief second. Uh, I know where you're going. I mean, Hulk Hogan. Hell. (laughs) Hell for that racism. I'll be serious. Let's be serious. I'll I'll let you get your, um, your discussion off. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, in ring, you know, at least for the business, mm-hmm. he would definitely be an S. Yes. Merchandise, mainstream attention, um, everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, there's really not much else I can say about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that if I make a tier underneath S is S and races. Sure, right. Oh no, no, damn it. I'm sorry. Let me go to that tier. Make it so leave that S because I accidentally changed the color on that one. So underneath S, we're gonna do S but races. Uh, <laughs> And don't get too excited, Mr. Undertaker. I can put you under here too, Mr. Blue Lies. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just saying. There's a. <laughs> there's a few other people that can end up in this tier. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. That's but racist. There you go. <laughs> there's one person I'm gonna put in the hell tier. For um, his actions after retiring. Okay. Because he's proven once again that libertarian just means Republican who likes weed, and that's Kane. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, I don't have much to say about Kane. I, I, you know, I, I just, I never really, the character was scary at first, and then. Mm-hmm. You know, they unmasked him, and it's like, okay, well, he's just a big guy. Yeah, corporate. And Kane, he, you know, corporate Kane sucked. Yeah, incredible athlete for his size when he, mm-hmm. you know, 
was just introducing that character, but um, yeah, it all just kind of I mean, it got watered down significantly as he as he went on. All right, let's do, let's get some of these other names. Let's do Edge. Okay, Edge. Rolling up. Um, I will listen to whatever you guys say. What you got? Put him in an A category. That's exactly what I was, I was thinking about. Multiple time world champion. Mm-hmm. Probably the best heel opposite of Cena during Cena's run. Um, tag team champion, epic moments, cool entrances. Two of them, in fact. With and without the brood. Because his, um, the song they use for the Judgment Day. Yep. Oh, that's on my playlist. That's a great song. Mm-hmm. Royal, Royal Rumble winner, right? I think, yeah. Yeah, I believe Hall of Famer already. Yeah, I mean all of it, man. He's all right. So we're going to talk about Edge. Let's talk about his former tag team partner, Randy Orton. Ooh, I would put him in the A category as well. I he's either got to be A or S. Because everyone who talks about him talks about how great he is. Like everyone who who wrestles, they talk about like, no, this guy is the man. Like you mm-hmm. guys think he's slow and methodical and you know, you don't find fun. But everybody who wrestles, like even outside WWE says he's one of the greatest talents of all time. And I, I totally see that. But I think S has got to be for someone who's the face of wrestling, of the sport at some I mean, point. Randy was a face, him and John Cena wrestling <laughs> 17,000 times a year. True, true. Iconic finisher move. Without a doubt. Um, banger entrance music. Mm-hmm. I, I think like he could teeter into S tier. Mm-hmm. I'll keep him at A for oh, now. The hell? Let's, put, let's put him at S then. I got no problem with it. Pulled off working with um, Matt Riddle. Uh huh. Yeah, that's Great true. Tag team broken up way too soon because of injury. Yep. Man, I see a bunch of guys down this list where it's like, I can't rank. It's too early for me to rank you. You know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, for Carmelo Hayes, like maybe you should make a tier for potential because there are a bunch of guys in here that had the potential to be a tier. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll come back. Oh, I see a name. Oh, I see two names. Let's go with this one first. Where would you put the Miz? Man, I gotta put him at A. I gotta put the A-lister at the A. He's done, he's literally done it all twice over. Yeah, two-time Grand Slam champ. Uh 20 years in the game, I think, or he's coming up on it. Never hurt. 
always there. He became an AA lister and another one who's always had it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, has outlasted the um, the uh, the a mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but he's outlasted the um, probably the locker rooms. Um, what do you call it? Those boards? What do they call it? The the gambling boards? What do they call? Uh, uh, are you on that stuff again? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, gambling boards. Describe what you're talking about. Let's see if we can get there. The odds? Is there, you know, he defied the odds? Coming from the real world and making it as a WWE champion? Defied the odds. Um, has probably outlasted. So he's done it for 20 years, um, which is probably 18. Okay, the best way to put it is probably 18 years longer than most people in the locker room. Uh, gave him, you know. Oh, yeah. Like I said, he was on the real world talking about how he wanted to be a wrestler. I'm sure there were guys in the locker room who saw that like, okay, this guy's going to wash out within a couple of months. He's not built for this. And (laughs) Debbie, he's been built for this and more. Yeah. Champion all all over. Um, Has own reality TV show holding up the brand. Like, He's done everything you can. Starred in movies. Married one of the most beautiful women in the business. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I got, I got no complaints. Like the only thing that's really keeping him back is like he's never had a run as the guy like a long period. Like he's always the guy next to the guy, right? And his finisher move, it's fine. It's not, like, iconic, like the guys of S. No, I I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the guy who was always next to the guy, that was a title given to one Hunter Hearst Hemsley. So where would you put Triple H? Man. I think you got to put him in the S category. Oh, wow. He has seen and done it all as a, as a performer. And he has definitely given fans hope that, you know, the next, like that the future of, of the business is in good hands. You know, whether or not he's you know, tugging with op- a, a different pair of hands, you know, for the future. But I feel like when he's in charge, when, when he is in charge, things go right. Mm-hmm. Fans, you know, tune in. I just listened to um, a montage of clips of JR just basically cursing himself like you you son of a bitch how can you sleep at night you don't have no heart you don't have no decency you have no soul and whether or not damn him to hell (laughs) and whether or not this is a good thing Mm -hmm. or not the only prefer the only performer on this list the s list that has three top level entrance songs 
I mean, which songs are you counting? King of Kings, mm-hmm. Game, mm-hmm. and uh, My Time. I would also throw the Evolution song up there as well. Evolution is a mystery. <laughs> I did not know it was called Evolution. Yeah. <laughs> Lemmy was the best. Yeah, I I thought that out of the fight, get him like A, like top of A. But you asked like you got the interest music, the pedigree. I gotta be honest, the pedigree is probably my favorite wrestling finisher move. Ooh. Like you know, more than the stunner, even the sweet chin music. Just like mm-hmm. whenever I play wrestling games, like I create my character, that's it's either that or the F5 that are my finish <laughs> moves. <laughs> so yeah, I like I think the the finish move is iconic. <laughs> We all uh, reminds me in uh, middle school, one of the kid, kids in my class, we were roughhousing and they were getting a little too uppity. And so they actually start wrestling and he put one of the kids in the pedigree position. And it's like, no, no, no. If you do that, he's going to have a concussion. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I, S, I, S is fun, good for Triple H. Yeah. Like I say, out of all the wrestler, he wrestlers, he has the greatest, um, well, the only chance to slip out because you know he's running creative, so everything goes to shit. He might fall day. <laughs> all right, I see a name I want to talk about. We might get a discussion. Ray Wyatt. Ooh, um. I think he's got to be a C right now. I don't think he's done enough. He's been too inconsistent with the character changes and whether that's his fault or not, mm-hmm. you know, the, just the starting and stopping of his characters is just, it's hurt him. It's hurt him. I think the idea of Brett White, Bray White, sorry, the idea of Bray White it's always more exciting than the actual execution. Yes. Like when they were doing the basically, well, how do I, what was it? The background like return for him where you had to pay attention and like scan QR codes and see little things that are happening in the crowd, things like that. Like all that leading up to his return at, um, what was it? What was the virus series? It was, um, Pay view did he come back at? It was the one with the damn fight pit between Seth and Riddle. Uh, was it payback? No, no. I don't know. but yeah, he, when he came back, it was all great. But everything after that is like, eh, right? Like the Mountain Dew pitch black match wasn't great. Um, then his rivalry with um, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. The entire thing was kind of, okay, why are you doing this, huh? And then we never got payoff because why I got sick. Like, it's a lot of stop and go with him. It's also like he has a lot of highs, like The Fiend, high, high, high. 
And then he has that Hell in the Cell match with Seth that gets stopped, even though that's not how Hell in the Cell match works. Okay. So it's low. It's like he wins the title high. He drops the title to Goldberg low. He has the um, what's that called? The at the WrestleMania the um, the Fire uh, Five Fun Funhouse match high mm-hmm. with Cena. It's great. Everything else after that lacking. It's like his um, what was it? His thing with um, Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton, low. It's like there is no consistency with them. You're getting great or you're getting mid. or you get, uh, No, you're getting great or you're getting shit, which means right where you go put them in seat. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. You know, you're right. I mean, the idea has been much more exciting than the actual outcome. Here's one I got for you. All right. Brian Daniel Bryan. Brian <sighs> Danielson Daniel Bryan. I have him A. Okay. Now the reason the reason for me is is like he's one of the he's one of the greatest wrestlers, you know, technical wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. We can say that his run in WWE was good, but I don't think people remember like when people think of Daniel Bryan, they think of the run up to WrestleMania 30, him finding the authority, him finally winning and everything. Right. I don't think people really remember like what happened after he won the championship. Because they shouldn't, because they shouldn't. <laughs> the fuse weren't that great. He got hurt and had to relinquish the belt. And that was always like what happened to him in WWE. Like he would ride this wave of momentum and he would get to the top of the mountain. And then an injury would come and just take it all away. Yep. Happened when he was WWE champion. It happened when he was Intercontinental champion. And I think he's one, he's one of the like he's one of the best wrestlers I've seen. He's one, he's a, probably the best wrestler I've seen since Kurt Angle inside the ring. It is he, he has that same problem. Like we were just talking about with Bray Wyatt. It's like, there's, it is the highs and lows. Now his lows aren't as low as Bray Wyatt, but still he has those abrupt starts where it's like, okay, you're intercontinental champion. And the storyline is done in four months because <laughs> you're injured. Mm-hmm. or wwe champion and you're going against oh kane i mean yeah team hell no fun but fighting kane for a championship is is not something anybody wants to see right right and he's put on banger matches right now in AEW. hasn't been the champion yet and i'll honestly i think those days of him being champion are over i don't think he wants to be champion i want i think he wants to be like the gatekeeper guy who's who like you wrestle this guy and he's like oh yeah that's tony that's the dude that next that's next up you know yep i think not having this long sustained reign as the man at the top of the of a company hurts him i 100% agree and it's why i almost put him in the b category but oh wow everything you said i'm i'm fine with with a category 
I think like his connection with the fans and his force of personality keeps him out of B. But mm-hmm. the fact that he was never the man for a long period of time, right, keeps him below out of S. I agree. And another, another name. What do you think of CM Punk? Where does he rank? <sighs> I mean, this is the most polarizing figure in all of professional wrestling history. I think that's opinion. what keeps him out of S. It's yeah. just the the, the 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 pure dickishness of him, if that's a <laughs> word. But, but who would you have higher, Punk or Brian? I think Punk. Because he's had more title reigns. He held the WWE Championship for over a year. Right. Um, But it's hard because they both have had two iconic moments. Mm -hmm. And which one tops which? I mean, closing out WrestleMania 30, does it get any bigger than that? The pipe bomb, does it get any bigger than that? You know? Because everything that he said was true then and it's still true to this day. The impact that moment had on the sport, on the business. You know, when, we talk, about, when we talk about CM Punk, you talk about iconic moments. That's not the one that comes to mind. The one that comes to mind is Money in the Bank, him winning over uh, John Cena. Sure. Sitting in the ring, holding that title with the Chicago fans going crazy. And then Alberto Del Rio tries to come out and cash. And he just takes out through the crowd while <laughs> Vince McMahon is just between pissed off and despondent. That's my CM Punk moment. That's always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like him in his home state, winning the championship, being the man. It's, it's the Daniel Bryan thing. like being the man when no one wanted you to be the man. Mm-hmm. Blowing the kiss and waving goodbye to Vince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge moment. No doubt about it. So he he's definitely up there. Like I put him in a I guess a question, another question. CM Punk or Seth Rollins. Um I gotta go Seth. He's he's the longevity's there. I think CM Punk is a solid A. Um, we'll see what happens with the rest of his career in AEW or right. if he ever goes back to WWE, which I really, really uh, doubt. But we'll see. But for A, I have A. Yeah. Man, we really being good on some of these wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, oh, how do we forget this guy? Mick Foley. S. Don't can't deny it. Don't even say anything. I'm putting him in S tier. 
Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, Mankind, all of that. (laughs) He came out three times in a Royal Rumble, you understand. That's true, yeah. Iconic finisher, iconic moment than being thrown off Hell in the Cell by The Undertaker. Um, Great song, great entrance. Yeah. Mankind's at least. And also one... One of his greatest matches ever. It was the one. It was um, was it No Holds Bar or something like that. It was Cactus Jack versus Triple H. Ooh. Violent, bloody. You know the thumbtacks came out. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah, Hunter won that match, but it was like he won it, but barely. Going through here. Let's go uh, with a personal favorite. From my childhood, Jeff Hardy. Ooh, man, I gotta go. Uh, it's tough. I'm torn between A and B. I'll go B. B. Man. No, I think we gotta go A. He's. I mean, I think yeah, because he would be an A. Just for tag team alone, mm-hmm. and then he had a hell of a singles run for sure. Uh, guy could just never stay clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw those damn bumps he was taking. He needed something to take the yeah. pain away. That's true. I would go A. I mean, world champion uh, uh, multiple times. Incredible tag team performer. Put it on the line every out, you know, put it out there every time. So, you know how wrestling would do you, where um, you know, going into the match, someone's gonna win, but then during the match, you're watching it and it tricks you, like, yes, what I want to happen will happen. Mm-hmm. The greatest trick that WWE ever pulled on me it was Jeff Hardy versus The Undertaker. It was a ladder match for the WWE Championship and Jeff was on that ladder by himself. He's climbing up and Jr. was like, it's right there, Jeff. Grab it right there. And he like, hey, had his fingertips on it. And I swear to God, WWE could have sold me for a song because they had me hook line saying, I thought Jeff was going to do it that night. Yep. But it just wasn't the fact. It just did not come true. Wasn't That's the hardest they ever got me. <laughs> Damn you, Vince, you trickster. That's why you're in CEO hell. Right. right. How do you feel about Doink the Clown? Yeah, that's that's a tough one. (laughs) I'm just scanning these names and I see him with the face paint everything so yeah so there's 300 wrestlers in this thing are we going over all 300 hell no <laughs> like i can tell you like also you guys can't see them all the wrestlers like it's, it has their face and their name underneath the portrait but also the background is like um their era their era and also the promotion like some guys are raw or smackdown i'll tell you right now any of the guys that got nxt on the back of them not doing it. <laughs> Let's see. What about? 
Oh, you're going to just no doink love? Uh, <laughs> I'll put him in D. Okay. There yet. What about AJ Styles? That guy who's done it all across the world. One of the greatest wrestlers up there is him and um, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Um, I have him A. Fair. I think that's totally fair. Something I was looking for, but I can't find them right now, so... Also, some of these tag teams on here I'm not going to do. Yeah. Okay, here's another one for, mm-hmm. for our generation. DZ, Dolph Ziggler. All right. So, my first question would you be, was Dolph Ziggler ever the man? No. All right, so no S. Oh, I think he can bump his ass off. Yes. He was champion how many times? He was world heavyweight championship. He won it once off of Del Rio cashing in. I believe he also won it one time after Vicky Guerrero, like, she either, I can't remember if she disqualified Edge or the Undertaker and gave it to him. It was one, I think it was Edge back when she was like after she had broken up with Edge and her were together, then they broke up and she was vengeful. She had Dolph Ziggler as her new boy toy. Mm-hmm. Oh, 2000 WWE storylines. What the hell were you? <laughs> uh, I think B. I think I gave him the B. I, I agree. Two-time world heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. six six-time intercontinental title champion, mm-hmm. two-time United States champion, um, Money in the Bank winner, sells like hell. Uh, yeah, doing it for a long time. I think B is the way to go. Mm-hmm. All right, let me get some of my black brothers up there. Booker T. A. I agree. Damn. Sorry for a little bit. Five time. Five time. Five time. Five time. Five time. Five time WCW champion. He was awesome in WCW. I mean, I enjoyed him as part of the Harlem Heat. Mm-hmm. And then I enjoyed him as a singles guy. Um, you know. King Booker never. Houstonian. King Booker. Incredible gimmick. And I enjoy on commentary. Yeah. Like having an old black uncle. You never know what the hell he's going to say. Sure. Yeah. I won't uh, yeah, pretend, like I know, I won't <laughs> pretend like I know what that's like, but I'm sure. Thank you for just letting that go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me find another one of my, my brothers in the struggle. Oh, yes. The man who's down, been down for day one, him and his black wife, Cody Rhodes. (laughs) 
right now I've got him firmly in the C position. C category. Or, uh, B. Sorry, B. B. Okay. B. Yeah. Um, which is weird because he's Bray Wyatt has won more world titles than Cody has technically, mm-hmm. but um, Cody is on a run right now and he's making up for you know a lot. I feel like, and he. Is there anyone in WWE right now more over than Cody Rhodes? I mean, him and LA Knight are neck and neck at this point. Man, ah, man, I think Cody has him. When he comes out and the kingdom starts playing, <laughs> the entire crowd goes. They know every words. That yeah, whoa, that whoa at WrestleMania hit like crack, man. I'm telling you, that, that boy is over like Rover. <laughs> Entrance, theme music, I- iconic. His finisher move leaves a little, little to desire. Uh, to desire. Mm-hmm. That's all right. He left WWE and helped create their biggest competitor in like what 20, 25 years. Yeah. The pedigree is there, the skill set is there. Um, the mic work is there. He's he is really good on the mic, and that's hard. That is a hard um, thing to do, given your father is one of the greatest talkers of all time. Mm-hmm. And he's currently he's currently going through his hard times right now. Like yeah, ever since he's he's come back, he has been amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Him versus Seth, him versus Roman, him versus Brock. Like, it's been incredible. Like, you say, I could I could sneak him up into A now. He's got to win a title first, a world title. You would get all right. Yeah. You know what? Can't disagree because everyone in A won a world championship. Yeah. Yeah. No, no complaints. Let's see. How about? Yeah, looking. Try not to go deaf too. F- <laughs> um. Okay, I want to put this guy in C because his gimmick. Well, one of his gimmicks, legendary. Everything else was like mid, but the gimmick alone, the Godfather. Oh, of course, yeah. I won't argue with that. Like, I don't know if he ever won any championship as a godfather. I'm sure he has a run at the, like, European champion or something like that. But the hose, man, the hose. Man. Did not disappoint. Good gimmick keep you on TV for 15, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Let's see a couple more guys. If you're gonna put him in the C category, I think mm-hmm. you gotta put Gold Dust there too. Big part of that era. Entertaining as hell. I might bump him up to B because he's still doing it. He is. Um 
but I don't. He never like okay. Here's here's you why know, I you know because, what. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but C might be the place where we put guys that their gimmick is more over than they are. Right. All three of the guys we had been there, Bray Wyatt, the Godfather, and Goldust, like you remember the gimmick more than anything they did in the ring. Correct. All right. So you, you don't have to you don't even have to talk anymore. I agree with you. Goldust C. Yeah. Man, there's so many, again, I said earlier and I'll say it again, there's so many guys here, potential alone. I got one for you. I see one where, I'm looking at right now, but go ahead. Where does Shane O'Mac go? Oh. All right. The gimmick alone of being the boss's son mm-hmm. is great, but he was actually out there wrestling. Hey. <laughs> like, he taking the stupid falls. Like you remember the one against the under undertaker at WrestleMania a few years ago. Um, yeah. the, one, the one I always think about is the one he took against Shane Blackman. Yes. Yeah. Um, it wasn't so much wrestling as it was more probably death. Moments. Defying. Yeah. Death defiance. <laughs> it's like, uh, you, you don't need to be doing this shit. <laughs> All right. So I think that, like I said, C tier is like guys who have entertaining um, gimmicks and stuff. I think the fact that Shane was willing to do whatever it was and jump off whatever, I, I'm willing to, I'm willing to listen. Either he's going to be the top of C or I'm putting him in B. I will listen to either argument that you have. I'm totally fine with B. Because he did things, he was willing to do things when he didn't have to do them. Yeah. Might knock them down to see for those horrible punching combinations. <laughs> you, <laughs> boy, you just brought that up. <laughs> I might have to go. <laughs> top of C? Would you put top of C? Like, top of C. But, so, uh, sorry, Shane. But that's like, like we talk about, C guys with gimmicks. Being the death-defying guy is the gimmick. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk about a guy who had a gimmick. Hmm. I don't know. You want to do these? Because I was looking at um, Enzio. His name. He's Enzio Moore. He's passed my eye multiple times. So I'm not sure you want to put him in C because. His gimmick was, you know, the shit talking oh, okay. before, or if you want to just leave him off completely because I would, leave him, I would leave him off completely because he wasn't a single, he didn't have a proper singles run. Okay. Yeah. All right. I agree with you. Uh, the name I saw earlier that definitely going in to, to see, I mean, don't definitely going to S, uh, Randy Savage. Yes. So SummerSlam, did you see that they already have a new Slim Jim commercial? Oh, yeah. It's Bianca Belair and um, L.A. Knight, but they Mm -hmm. also have footage of the old Randy Johnson one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get a national commercial like that, you're getting up there. You're a C. Randy Savage, uh, multiple-time champion, one of the biggest storylines in all of wrestling history, the Mega Powers. (laughs) 
like a year long story with an excellent payoff. Um, he could give you a hot 16, you know, <laughs> you're his rap album. He's still Hogan to be a man. Yeah. Yeah. Randy had some bars. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and another one always had on. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, I see another guy's going into the gimmick. See, the hurricane. That's fair enough. Because <laughs> he got a, he got a victory over the rock, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to Stone Cold interference, but like I don't know what it was. Him and the Rock, every time it hit, like it was supposed to be a one-time thing, and apparently Dwayne loved working with him so much, like it kept on going, it kept on going. And my favorite thing would be like every time he jump off camera, the Rock would look away like he was actually flying. <laughs> oh man, that was good. Great times, great times. All right, let's look for some more people I want to put up in here. What about, um, oh, uh, I was just looking at it. Uh, mm -hmm. The Ultimate Warrior. Hmm. Let me find him real quick before I The Ultimate Warrior might also end up in that ass but racist. <laughs> Fair enough. That's right. I forgot about that. Ultimate Warrior, um, P P D Merchant. Yep. Um, we think of the Ultimate Warrior. I think about the match he had with Hogan. Mm -hmm. Him having the little speech on Raw like a day or two before he passed away. Yeah. Um, and then all the other stuff he said about minorities that um, I'm not getting into. <laughs> so, uh, as but racist feels good. How about what do you think? That's uh, fair enough. I, I won't argue with you. As but racist, as but prejudice. What about. Um... Just looking at him again. Oh man, I just I just had name. I lost it. Do where's he? Uh, Owen Hart. Uh, he's got to be at least in the B category. There's a what if. Yeah. And a great rivalry with his brother Brett. Mm -hmm. Another great, another good technical wrestler. Yeah. He never won the WWE Championship, correct? Correct. Yeah, he's on the mid car guy. But yeah, I'll get to the B lane. Man. What about Roddy Piper? Hot Rod. Where is he, Roddy Piper? He's never the champion, that's for sure. That's, but he was, you know, doing a little half black face. Oh, that's right. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, 
You've never championed, so I, I don't know if I was instrumental in, in that first WrestleMania. The one thing I, I remember about Roddy Piper has nothing to do with his wrestling. It was a um it was a segment on um last week tonight, John Oliver's show on HBO, and they were mm-hmm. talking about wrestlers and everything they go through and such forth. And they played an interview of Roddy talking about what am I supposed to do for insurance? Like the company cut me off and oh no, no, not insurance. It was like, well, what am I supposed to do for money? Like social security doesn't kick into I'm 65. I'm not going to make it to 65. So that's why I'm still here doing all these wrestling these events. I got to do it. And then it goes back to John and John, and John Oliver was like, yeah, he was right. He didn't make it to 65. He died like 62, 63, something like that. Something like that. Yep. Yes. When he went on politically incorrect with Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. That was so, a pretty pretty powerful moment, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say A, mm-hmm. like, wasn't the champion, so unfortunately that excludes him from S, but <laughs> he could talk his way around anybody in the business. Yep. So I'll, Absolutely. I, I'm putting him A. What about Sting? Sting is difficult for me because I didn't watch WCW. Mm -hmm. Those Monday Night Wars came around and the WWF slash E had a chokehold on me. Yeah. I'm going to put a mess. He, he was over. I'll tell you that much. He what? He was over. Yes. Because what? It was him versus the NWO when he became um, Raven Sting. Yeah, Crow Sting. That's right. Crow. Yeah. Raven Crow. Uh, But I see him on AEW and I see how people react to him now. And I'm like, I can't say he's not one of the elite of the elite. You know, he's a Hall of Famer for, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. It sucks how his WWE career ended with the injury um, and that match between him and Seth Rollins. I, I got him S. I do too. Uh, yeah, sometimes I don't need to see everything. All I need to do is know how other people feel. Like, oh, you fuck with this dude heavily? All right. Well, he's one His impact on, on the sport was just enormous in the 90s as well. Mm-hmm. All right, I got one. The big bad booty daddy, Scott Steiner. <laughs> think of all, like, think of all the moments this man has given us. Think of all the times he called audiences white trash. <laughs> Going there with Samoa Joe, he's fat. <laughs> and who can forget Steiner math? I mean, at least a B. B? Uh, <laughs> at the very least. If you go A, I wouldn't wouldn't argue. Look, he was a, he was a world champion in WCW. Mm-hmm. I go a champion in WWE. 
I mean, you know, his accolades are, are outstanding. Largest arms in the world. Dog, that, that Steiner math gets him up here. He's got, he's a, <laughs> Steiner, two things. Whenever I see that come up across timeline or wherever, I have to watch the entire thing. And two, I laugh every time I get to the end. Of course. It is, uh, it is hilarious. It's amazing. It, uh, it's so great. <laughs> And then where he has one where he's talking to Bubba Ray Dudley, he's like, you know, I beat him eight days out of the week. And Bubba Ray's like, but there's only seven days. And then like, it's like a good 10 seconds where Steiner's brain is reconfiguring. Like, I'm the big bad booty daddy over here. Probably another PED merchant, but I don't care. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. I want to give, give us some kind of legal leeway over here. The bravest thing the WWD ever did was give that man a live mic at the Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> like, oh, this could go anywhere. Okay. What about Mark Henry? Where does he stand for you, with you? Excellent theme song. Yes. He was world champion. And his fake out of John Cena in that Salmon <laughs> suit. Yep. It, it was the promo of his life. Um, I remember that night I was, I think we had, I think we worked a game or something. I think we worked an Astros game. Mm -hmm. It was a Monday night. Obviously it was was raw and I recorded it. And for some reason I stayed up. Usually, you know, I'd get home from, you know, from a game, you know, take a shower and go to bed or something like that. Maybe, you know, lounge for a little bit, but never really stayed up late to like, Rewatch an entire wrestling show, mm-hmm. but for some reason I was just up that night and I just I watched, watched it, you know the or you know just watched the the recording, and got to that, and I couldn't believe it, man. I was like half I was starting to get comfortable where I'm like okay I'm gonna go to bed soon, and then boom that moment happened and I'm like holy moly, what what this is un- uh, unbelievable. One of the greatest moments I've ever seen. One of the greatest fake outs ever in yeah. wrestling history. Because <laughs> he went for that hug and his scoop slammed him. Boom. Because <laughs> he had me because he was talking about, you know, he's talking to his kids coming home, saying daddy's going to be home a lot more. Yep. I'm like, oh, oh, good for you, Mark. Go out. Go, oh, what the hell? Jack and John see us on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So I know we said we weren't doing tag teams, but okay. I want to ask you this question. Where do you think Kofi Kingston falls? Like, is he eligible? Because he had a career before joining the New Day. 
Yeah, because he wasn't just a tag team. I mean, it was a faction that happened to have, you know, two guys go for the title, you know, win the tag titles. Um, yeah, I, I would consider his, his singles run because it was longer than the other two guys. It was longer than, than um, Xavier Woods and Big E. So we could put Kofi out here, but we'll leave Xavier and Big E off. I would because I feel like their their runs are still incomplete. Um, well, Big E's run may unfortunately be complete. Yeah, that's true. But Kofi, at least in the B category. Kofi has that same thing Daniel Bryan had that moment at WrestleMania. Like that moment made me cry. Him beating um, Daniel Bryan, beating racism. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Oh, not Daniel Bryan. Not <laughs> no, because you remember, like he like had a promo like before WrestleMania where he saw Vince McMahon. Vince was like. Well, we're not, I can't give you a chance. People like, like he was trying to be racist, but not be racist. Right. Yeah. But still managed to be the most racist. Mm, yeah. So, okay. Because I was going to say, I don't remember Daniel Bryan doing that, but all right. No, what Daniel, Daniel Bryan did, he, it was genius. He brought back the whole B plus player thing that mm. Triple H and Stephanie would say to him, and he was saying it to Kofi. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, big up to Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, a true ally in these dark times. So that Kofi Kingston thing, ah, man. That was, but like Daniel Bryan, everything that happened after WrestleMania was shit. Yeah, absolutely. Even the stuff I, I, was, I was excited to see where they were doing Kofi versus Randy. I was like, all right, long-term booking, long-term storytelling. That did not that's what I was grabbing. And then him losing the Brock in six seconds. I've I might make another hell underneath the, the hells we have and put Vince in that one. Yeah, that um, was just awful. So I'm borderline either B or A. You know what? I'll put him top of B. That's fair. That's fair enough for me. Scrolling down. I see a guy who had a, a gimmick that I would put in C. Mr. Kennedy. Ooh. Uh, I, can, I can go with that. Mr. Kennedy. There's another good what if because he won the money in the bank and then they found out he was injured. So he dropped it to edge. And then after that, they found out his injury wasn't as bad as they thought it was. Mm-hmm. So it was like, if you got, if yeah, had a more competent medical team <laughs> and he'd been able to keep the briefcase and cash in on 
whoever seen her or whatever and be champ, what would his career look like? Oh, yeah. Man, I gotta say, we didn't really have that. We didn't really put that many bad wrestlers up here. I respect the business too much to like, like you know, intentionally call someone bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about Rikishi? C, C, gimmick guy. Yeah. yeah. Him dancing with two cool mm-hmm. gave us three great uh sons in the business right now between right. the Usos and Solo Sokoa. So. Oh, yeah, the whole thing he you remember, um, when they were trying to figure out who ran over Stone Cold, and it was like, Oh, it's Rikishi because I was trying to do it for you, Rock. <laughs> and I was like, Did they ever have any on screen? Um, chemistry or partnership or even <laughs> a hello or anything not not a one yeah it's, it's like the only way you know that they're family is if you looked it up otherwise you had no idea mm-hmm. and even back then that was like what 2001 2002 the internet isn't what it is now I got a guy. Um, you know, we think about Keith Lee and we think about uh Dija, uh Dija COVID, big guys who can do small guy things. Yep. Vader. Oh god. I mean, I think he's gotta go in the A category just because his impact outside of WWE was ridiculous. Like he was the first, was he not the first non-Japanese IWA, IWGP heavyweight champion? Oh, I thought I you were going to say, when you said outside, I thought you were talking about his appearance on Boy Meets World. And I was like, yes, I remember that. <laughs> the appearance on Boy Meets World were great. Uh, face mask. And his is a billionaire, like like I said, a big guy who can do all that Lucha Libre small stuff. Like in the nineties, it was <laughs> it was like he broke the mold. Yeah, flying off the top rope before a lot of these guys were doing that. He's doing what? <laughs> Dallas Russell. Man, they should have commentators on here as well. Ooh, that would be a really good one. Man, there's some people, there are two guys in particular I'm not even going to put on this list because they're too good for this damn list. And that Shag Gaspar and um, uh, Luke Harper. 
Yeah. Did you ever read um was it the athletic or oh it was players tribute it was uh, amanda harper luke harper's husband uh wife she wrote like basically everything that happened right up to his death i started to boy i wrote it. it is a tough read i finished that thing i was crying man that was like when she had to explain to her son what was going well like daddy wasn't coming back he was dying and cody rhodes and big e came and they were there for them and it's like i woof. the tears were flowing man uh man yeah. that was i'm gonna start crying now but i'm talking about all right give me a rest of my friend Let's do Seamus. Man, Seamus has been in the game for so long. I remember when they put him in the tag team with Cesaro, and it was like, oh, these guys have to be together because we're saving Seamus because we don't want him to overexert himself. He's getting too old. And that was like how many years ago? <laughs> I think I got Seamus firmly in A. I'll take A or B. I'll listen. Oh, A. Yeah. World heavyweight champion, world champion. We'll put the fear of God into you if um, his entrance comes on and you're not paying attention. You'll look up. Ah, ghosts. <laughs> What about um, how about Bobby Lashley? Oh man, B. Yep, sounds about right. WWE champion, U.S. champion. Really, what really helped him in this run was the pandemic, like from 2020 on, when they mm-hmm. actually treated him like a force. Him and the herd business running raw, uh, like I say him getting the WWE champion actually, like for once in his WWE career, being treated like a big deal. Yep. I got someone to put next. Next to Doink. Mm-hmm. Big boss man. Oh, you're not a big boss man? <laughs> <laughs> that gimmick didn't get over as well as Gold Dust or the Godfather, but it definitely should be on a list because there was some longevity with, with that character. I could not tell you Big Boss Man's finisher move to save my life. I think it was like a power slam type. Yeah ass um <laughs> i think was it big boss man that was feuding with al snow and fed him pieces of his dog i don't remember that one. i 
I try to remember the big boss man. The biggest one I remember is like when I think he was taking on either Undertaker or the Ministry or whatever. And it was a hell in the cell. And oh, yeah. And he got hung. Yeah. By the other Yeah. That was the most, that was the scariest thing I've ever seen, I ever saw as a kid. Because it was live television. You didn't know, like, that you, like, I really thought they're really hanging this guy. Yeah, that's all I can, I swear to God, he he had something with Al Snow. We fed Al Snow pieces of his own dog. <laughs> and he also had a feud with the Big Show, I believe, where, like, he chained Big Show's father died, I think it was, and he, like, oh, yeah. chained his casket to a hearse and drove away, and the Big Show was, like, hanging on to the casket as it drove away. The just... Attitude Era! <laughs> My God. And that was the shit that made TV. So you can only imagine the stuff they decided that was too far. <laughs> right. It's not Suarez. Where you uh where do you have Cesaro? Um I got him, he's gotta be a C at least. We talk about the C as a gimmick tier. Cesaro's gimmick is being um, the guy that everyone thinks is better than he really is. Yeah. Because everyone's talking about, oh, how come he, he never won the big one on WWE? They never believed in him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he goes to these other companies. He was in AEW. Never he has a challenge for the championship there. He's got the Ring of Honor title. Woo! The Ring of Honor title is what like NXT championship. If that high, yeah, it's somewhere on that level. Or like NXT North American, something like that. He's all he's good to have in your company. Like he's a talented performer and he'll give his all and everything. But if he's the champion of your um, company, you have a ceiling. Yeah. Uh, Moving on here. Where would you put Finn Balor? Did Finn Balor win the IWGP championship? No, I think he's only won the junior heavyweight championship. Okay. So he, I, he's an entertaining wrestler. He's very mm-hmm. good at that. Um, Entrick music bangs. I enjoy the demon. One knock against him, his finisher move sucks. <laughs> I hate the coup de grace. It... Yeah, I, I I get it. So Finn, I would say right now, until he wins the top title, I'd say B. I yes. will. Oh, you agree with me? Yeah. All right. I'll say I will listen to any disagreements, but B. 
I would say he's ahead of Dolph Ziggler, but he's not like compared to other guys we have in B, he's not Kingston Rose, Ambrose mm-hmm. slash Moxie or Bobby Lashley. I'll take all four of those guys over him. I think someone to go in the C category with the mm-hmm. gimmicks. Yeah. Billy Gunn. The ass man. That that gimmick was over. Now, when I think of Billy Gunn, I think of the New Age Outlaws. So, does he? Are you putting him in? Does he fit under the tag teams thing, or he can fit under both? But he he went solo with that that Mister Askin. All right, I'll put him to see. I that's the only that was the only um, qualm I had about him. Mm-hmm. I also remember him doing the Billy and Chuck thing, which, if I remember correctly, he got WWE and a little bit of hot water with Glad. Yeah, of course it would, with good reason. It's like, you guys do not have the nuance to pull off any kind of LGBTQ plus (laughs) storylines. Right. Some more wrestling, more wrestling. Um, oh, I see a guy we can talk about. JBL. Interesting. I think he's got to go in the B category. World uh, WWE champion. Great gimmick mm-hmm. to, to dislike, to hate. Also had a great gimmick before you became JBL with the Acolytes yeah. and the APA. Yep. But it's also like when he became JBL, there was a feeling of him? <laughs> He's the guy who's the champ? Yeah. Like It's like how it's the same thing with Edge and Christian where Edge became the guy and became champion, except I guess people like Edge more than they like JBL because the Edge thing, it worked better than the JBL thing. Like Edge becoming um, a main eventer was more easily acceptable than JBL becoming one. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think in the B category, you also got to put Ron Simmons. Former, the first black heavyweight champion in WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, had a good singles run before the APA in WWE. Yeah. And uh, was the, you know, the leader of the Nation of Domination and helped usher in The Rock, you know, helped. Helped the rock, you know, get over. Yeah, because that Rocky Mavia stuff was not working. Yeah. Also, you know who Ron Simmons beat to become champion? Uh, was it Invader? Yes. Yeah. And if you ever see that clip, you'll see Ron gets up and goes to the turnbuckle and starts celebrating. And Vader's like looking out the other way towards the crowd. It's like you, you. If any of you racist honkies get up here, you gonna find some problems. <laughs> Vader, another ally that we need in dark, dark wrestling times. Yeah. But uh, ooh, to, I see. everyone's surprised. 
was a huge everybody went crazy for that moment mm-hmm. <laughs> that's always crazy. It's like oh man these white people are gonna lose their minds and it's like oh they lost their minds enjoy <laughs> all right we get down with this all right um let's see okay i see one guy legend that we haven't talked about that needs to be this uh, goldberg yeah i was i was thinking about that too um you put him in the a I think you gotta go S. The the entrance music, the whole entrance walk from the guard banging on the door to him, uh, the fireworks when he come out, his finisher, the spear going into the jackhammer, the undefeated streak that he had in WCW, like, <laughs> like I think that's all S. I'm willing to listen to. Um, arguments. No, no. I, you know what? I mean, I was going to use the same arguments for A, but uh, you know what? There's really nothing wrong with elevating those to the S category. Yeah. They and just. Look, he, he, I mean, he was over everywhere. He got over in WCW. He got. He, you know, he was still over in WWE when he came over. Mm-hmm. When he came, you know. You think, ah, oh, former WCW guy, that old gimmick, like whatever, but people were behind it. Mm-hmm. His gimmick was so over, they gave it to Jay Cargill 20 years later, and it worked for her. Yeah. So I give this. Who else can hand off their gimmick to someone else and get them over? Who? <laughs> and there was somebody one put in c but i gotta find oh jake roberts yes excellent gimmick he was a gimmick character i don't think he did he ever win a championship of any kind i don't he might have been the intercontinental champion no okay i'll put him up here closer to jake roberts All right, still going through. I don't know how long we've been recording this podcast, but anytime, yeah. you're, anytime you're like, ah, oh, we hit a nice, healthy amount. Uh, yeah, I got, let's, I'll, you know what? I'll offer two more. Mm-hmm. You offer two. All right. So I'll let you go. All right. Um, so, first one, going a little international Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke. Oh man, I you know I, I'd give it a C. Wow, the character is over, but you know, I was gonna go like A because of all the stuff he did in New Japan. Yeah, but I didn't see all the stuff he did in New, New Japan. It's, it still exists. <laughs> <laughs> How about we cut? We go in the middle. B. How about that? You're not fine with that, yeah. yeah. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, we'll go in the middle. We'll go Two-time in the middle. NXT champion, Intercontinental champion, United States champion, Royal Rumble winner. 
banger music, banger entrance, banger finish. Yeah. All those things hit. And then for my other one, where was he? Uh, damn, I can't find the guy I was looking for you. Uh, you can go ahead and go. I will pick Kevin Owens. Universal champion, NXT champion. Kevin never won the WWE championship, correct? Um, I think he well, no, he won the Universal. Mm-hmm. I guess not. Let's see. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Just the uh, Universal title. So I'm willing to either say B or A. Hmm. I'll I'll keep him in B, but I think he I think he should go higher than Nakamura. I will agree with that. One thing, one thing that hurts him, his finisher. He uses Stone Cold's finisher now. Mm-hmm. I think using another superstar finisher as your own, it's got to deduct some points. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I know who your second person is. Okay. Who's your second person? Uh, if I were to guess your second person, I would say that you're going to say Sami Zayn. No. Oh, wow. Okay, so who's your second? Uh, who was my second? I was just looking at him. Uh, one second. My second... Oh, yeah. The whole damn show. Rob Van Dam. Van Dam. All right. RVD. Interest music, bangers, because mm-hmm. the one of a kind in WWE, and also what he had um, was it walk? Is that what it's called? Because they just had him, and he just popped up on AEW on Wednesday. I think he's doing a feud with Junk. I'm sorry, not Jungle Boy, with Jack Perry now. Mm-hmm. Finisher. Five stars, five stars. It's the second best uh, frog splash now. Montez Ford has overtaken him. Uh, outfits always had it on. Mm-hmm. I will a. That's why I'm putting it right now. Ten a. Wow, wasn't I expecting that? Oh. The Van Daminator um, kicking people's heads in with uh, the chairs. I love that. Uh, Rolling Thunder. What were you going to have? B? I was, but you know what? A is fine because he was a one-time WWE champion. Mm -hmm. Forgot about that. Yeah, no, that's fine. All right. 
And then I will go with Sammy. Sammy Zane. Yeah, Sammy Zane. Let's put him up here. Hmm. I think you got to put him in the B category. Put in the I put him in the B category right next to Kevin Owens because that feels that feels okay. apropos. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's kind of it's kind of their thing. All right, a quick rundown, real quick. See if there's anyone else you want to put on, real quick. I saw someone else was Kevin Nash. He's up. He's yeah. The clicks. Kevin Nash. Not a racist. In fact, tells racists go fuck themselves. Yeah. Uh, only downsides when Kevin Nash was champion, WWE had like their lowest grossing numbers ever. <laughs> so, but his importance to the business with the NWO, with guaranteed contracts, um, it is pretty outstanding. I'm leaning B. Yeah, I'm leaning B too. And I think if you're going to put Kevin Nash B, I think you got to put Scott Hall B as well. Just because the skill set was even better than the Nash, but he and he was just as influential. Scott Hall tricked me. Scott Hall tricked me. I thought that man was Hispanic forever. <laughs> Lie to me. <laughs> yeah. I think he's above Nash, even though Nash has the heavyweight titles. Okay. I'm right there. Because Kevin Nash did win the championship. All right. A few more quick scans. And then X Pac. I mean, the guy who has his own heat named after him. That sounds like a fine gimmick. Sounds like a C. I, I am totally okay with that. Oh, shoot. That's a little too high. Yeah, I do. God, there's so many people that we could put in the gimmick tier. I just now noticed um, Al Snow. All right. I'm doing a quick cursory glance before we get up out of here. That's all the names I feel like putting up here. There are some Hall of Famers that we're missing. I think that's all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm putting TJ Perkins in hell. (laughs) Okay. You didn't even ask any questions. You were just I'm I'm too confused to ask. <laughs> uh, he's just a, a prick. Okay. Fair enough. Um, also, I don't feel like the hell tier is big enough, so I'm gonna put some people in there. Oh, what's his name? 
looking, looking, looking. Yep, putting Jimmy, Jimmy Snooker. Snooker. Yep, Jimmy <laughs> Snooker's going to hell too. Yep. I think, real quickly, I think Baron Corbin should go in the C category. Because that gimmick of being hated is very over. Yeah, I think he goes at the end. Oh, I see another Harold candidate. James Ellsworth, no chin, <laughs> evolution done, skip me in hell. Yeah. I feel like Albert might also go in hell for corporate uh for cultural appropriation for Lord Tenzai shit. <laughs> no, he's but he's a good performer. He's a hell of a coach. I think he's made up for that transgression. Alberto De Rio can go in hell. Yes. Because when every company in the world refuses to work from you for with you, you are a shit person. Yeah. I think we can't forget this man. He just recently passed away. The Iron Sheik. Of course. I'm putting him in S. Oh, yeah. For his <laughs> for his actions on Twitter alone. <laughs> his tweets alone put him in, in a category of his own. For his hatred on Hulk Hogan, he is S tier. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He knew Hulk Hogan was bad before the rest of us did. Oh, yeah. Um... Ooh, Marginetti can go in hell. He has some. <laughs> he has alleged, allegedly um, admitted to killing people. Yeah. Or has admitted to allegedly killing people. I don't know how you want to put it. He did on Facebook, which is the one place <laughs> no one's going to pay attention. Right. So, um, let's see. Man, Rusev could go on C tier as well. Yep. Are we in agreement? Yes. All right. He's up there with um, Cesaro. Guys that the internet wants to use, the ones say, oh, give him a chance. He deserves a chance. And then he goes to AEW and he still can't get anything. What's the other guy's name? Um, the Hispanic guy, he was in he was in NXT for a while, was champion, went to AEW. Oh, because when I see his face, I don't remember, but I don't remember his name. Hispanic? Yeah, he had the long and we he was NXT champion, then he came up, he had the rivalry with um Ray Mysterio, like at the beginning of the pandemic, he his manager was Selena uh, Vega. God, what the? Oh, Andrade. Thank you. Charlotte Flair's husband. 
What a what about the man formerly known as Walter Gunta? You put him in, in C for right now. C? Ooh, I, well, no. He's got a, he's, his run's got to be a little bit longer, I think, on the main roster. He's about to be the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. I think you, I think he can bump up to B. All right. B sounds good then. I think it's, he's at the end of B because his run is still incomplete. He's still got some time. Mm hmm. Looking, looking. <laughs> you want to put Great Kali up there? No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you coward. I think it's a good list, though. Yeah, I like the list. Oh, I got to put this man up, up here because he is a king of getting a bag. Jeff Jarrett. J E double F. J A double R E double T. Jeff. Yeah, his gimmick is getting to the bag. <laughs> I think what was the last year he worked? He worked WWE SummerSlam, an AEW event, and like Ric Flair's last match. He did like those three things within like two weeks of each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we salute you. <laughs> and um, let's see. A lot of tag teams on here, but we're gonna let them go. Pat McAfee's up here. <laughs> All right, is there anyone else that you want to add on here before we go? I think I'm good. All right. I know the second that I make this thing official and you know create the little picture so I can put it on on um threads or and Facebook, I'm be like, oh shit, why didn't I put that guy on? That's how it goes. That's how it always goes. Yeah, I think we go to this. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page. B. B. Super over in WCW. Multiple time heavyweight champion. Uh, But just a, a lackluster, you know run in WWE. DDP yoga gets him middle of B. Yeah, absolutely. Very important to the business. That's for sure. All right. All right. I think we're both in agreement. We're good. So let me just go through the tiers real quick. So S tier, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Shawn Michaels, Mick Foley, Bret Hart, The Undertaker, Randy Savage, John Cena. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, Andre the Giant, Bruno San Martino, Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, Randy Orton, Triple H, Goldberg, Sting, and the Iron Sheik. Good with that? I'm good. S, but racist. Two entries, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. (laughs) (laughs) I'll read read A category. All right. A, go ahead. A level, we've got Batista, Seth Rollins, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Eddie Guerrero, Jeff Hardy, Edge, The Miz, AJ Styles, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, Vader, Roddy Piper, Scott Steiner, and Sheamus. 
You went to read A so you can do the Rob Van Dam thing, didn't you? I forgot he was in there. It just worked out that way. <laughs> you want B or you want me to go? Yeah. All right, B tier. Kofi Kingston, Cody Rhodes, Dean Ambrose, slash John Moxley, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, Diamond Dallas Page, JBL, Big Show, Dolph Ziggler, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Ron Simmons, Owen Hart, Mark Henry, and Gunta. Nice. C category, uh, the C category, we've got Shane McMahon, Jeff Jarrett, Jake Roberts, Kishi, Bray Wyatt, Cesaro, Rusev, The Godfather, Gold Dust, Hurricane Helms, Mr. Kennedy, Billy Gunn, X-Pac, Baron Corbin, and Andrade. D-tier, Doink the Clown and the Big Boss Man. Hell. Hell I'll wait. do Hell and you got the last two. All right, go. Hell, we've got Kane, TJ Perkins, Jimmy Snuka, James Ellsworth, Alberto Del Rio, and Marty Jannetty. Hell plus Chris Benoit, the CEO of Hell, Vince McMahon. Satan himself <laughs> <laughs> Good old JR once said. I like that. I like the list. I like a little too. Yeah. Excellent list, I think. We definitely did do all 300. We would have been here another hour and a half. No, yeah. we'd have been here longer. Because we did. How many did we do? Probably didn't even get 100. Uh, I don't think so. 18. I think we got around, looks like around 70 something. Yeah. Because that's I wasn't going to keep counting those. <laughs> All right. All right. Good times. We stayed on here long enough. We got up out of here. Oh, yeah. So that was it. The uh, 288 wrestling tier. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. It was a little long, but we did it all the time anyway. Um, anything <laughs> you want to say, my man? Thanks for tuning in. As always, it's always appreciated. Hope you guys hope you guys enjoy the tier list that we made. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see how you know. See what you think. Tell us what you think. Yeah, yeah. I hope everybody. Hope I. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoys it. I hope everybody's upset. We take off next week because it was a long one. We take a vacation. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, we, I think we'll be back. We'll find some talk about baseball. Okay. We can always pull another tear out of our ass or whatever. But <laughs> we'll, we're our vacation time is over. We're back to doing weekly. So we'll be back oh, yeah. next week with something else to talk to you guys. All right. All right. Um, like always. Wherever you, we thank you for listening, sharing, downloading, all that stuff. We appreciate it greatly. If you can, leave us a five star review wherever you are. Five stars only, four stars, and we just believe you are a hater. <laughs> and we appreciate it. So we're out of here. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Laters.